The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Right now, though, want to tackle this. Just before we get to our uh, our first guest this, this afternoon, want to um, take you to the news from Ottawa today. It was another day, another financial announcement from the federal government. This time, word that help is on the way for the country's ag and food industries. Prime Minister Trudeau announcing a $252 million aid package for farmers, beef and pork producers, the dairy sector, and workers who work in food processing plants. Beef and pork producers will get money to compensate them for holding animals they can't sell. And $200 million will be added to a credit line uh, program for dairy producers who also have excess product. $50 million will go towards a purchase program for surplus food similar to what's available for some farmers in the U.S. This is a new program we're bringing in around surplus food uh, that will invest $50 million in buying much of that surplus and ensuring that it doesn't go to the waste. It goes uh, to communities and families who actually uh, need support in terms of uh, food security. It is not a perfect situation by any stretch, uh, but we're doing what we can to try and make sure that people are rewarded for their hard work uh, and that others aren't going hungry. All right, $77 million will be spent to provide protective equipment to food plant employees and support physical distancing in workplaces. Very interesting, given everything that's going on with Cargill and JBS. Uh, Trudeau was asked why it's up to federal government to ensure the safety of workers and multinational companies. We are, of course, supporting the provinces on uh, their initiatives to keep their workers safe. Uh, This is something that the federal government is happy to help with. Indeed, uh, the responsibility is shared from the uh, owners and operators of the plants to the provincial government, but the federal government is uh, happy to be part of creating solutions in this situation where we're in an unprecedented crisis. We need to keep people safe, but we also need to ensure uh, a supply of food for Canadians. So the cash comes as the Canadian Federation of Agriculture warned that the ag sector is at a tipping point and financial assistance urgently needed to protect against food shortages. Some farmers say their operations have been affected so badly by uh, COVID-19 that they may not plant crops this spring. Others say they may need to cull their cattle, their pigs and their poultry because of the reduced capacity of meat processing plants. The Federation called for a $2.6 billion emergency fund last Thursday. Trudeau says more money will flow to the sector if it's needed, but there's no timeline on that. There are certain sectors that are more pressing in their needs for supports, but like I said, this is only an initial amount of support. We will continue to work with farmers, the stakeholders and industry representatives, with provinces and territories to ensure that our food capacity in this country and those people who work so incredibly hard every single day to feed Canadians get the support that they need through this crisis and beyond. So as I mentioned, the Federation called for a $2.6 billion emergency fund. That's a far cry from the $252 million that was announced today. Um, wondering what kind of impact it's going to have. So joining us with a perspective from beef producers is Rich Smith from the Alberta Beef Producers. He's the executive director. Rich, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Can you give us an idea of what the situation is like for your members right now? Well, I think it depends on what stage of, of 
production that the producers are the, those people that have had um, have cattle ready to go to market that haven't been able to send them to market because of the disruptions at the processing plants they've got those cattle in their lots are having to feed them uh, incur those costs the people that are selling cattle that have been backgrounded through the winter that normally would be going into those feed lots because the finished cattle would be going they haven't been able to sell and so those producers are, are facing significant financial hardships already. The people that are just having newborn calves will be looking to sell these animals later this year. And, of course, they're concerned about what um, what markets will be available for those calves later on this year. So, Rich, really a lot of levels to this, layers to this, isn't there? Certainly. It's, it's pretty complicated. Well, it's a, a full <laughs> supply chain from the, the birth of the calf on the farm right through to the creation of beef at the processing plants. And, um, yeah, there are quite a few levels in it. You know, we've been, you know, we've been seeing what's been happening with the with the plant shutdown. Uh, well, it's just reopened again at Cargill, but not at full capacity. Certainly, at what's at, at JBS as well. When we hear uh, about, uh, you know, uh, producers who have had to hold on to their to their to their cattle and have to feed them, I'm seeing costs of up to what twenty thousand dollars a day to feed them. Is and, and and bear with me, Rich. I don't know much about <laughs> or anything really about uh, about beef producing. So I'm looking at that number, going holy smokes that's a really big number it, it is a very big number and those are the kind of costs that some large operations are incurring so having the the supply chain backed up as it is with the plant capacities being disrupted so badly it creates significant as i said financial hardships and it doesn't take much for it to get backed up. I mean, a two-week closure and things start happening. I mean, with with the fact that Cargill has reopened even just partially, um, a little bit of, of good news on the producing side on trying to get those um, the, that product to where it needs to go. Well, there's, there's certainly the demand for the beef. The people need beef yeah. and, and people want beef and the demand for the beef is there. And that is the situation that we're in. So... Part of the announcement today was to deal with, you know, excess um, food supplies, but we don't have a surplus of beef. We aren't able to, we have a surplus of cattle right now. Yeah. But we, we need to be able to turn the, those cattle into beef so that we can meet the demand for it. So it's certainly um, the reopening of Cargill brought, bring, starts to bring some relief, but it's just a beginning. Just a beginning. So, I mean, what you need is for that place to be up and running full time or full full amount. And I'm not sure that that's going to be happening anytime soon, soon by the sound of it. So this must be uh, making your members uh, pretty, pretty nervous. Well, extremely nervous. And, and we, you know, we appreciate all the efforts that the plants have gone to, to to try and keep operating they're working closely with alberta health services with uh, alberta agriculture with alberta labor and we really appreciate the commitment of the workers who are part of an essential service and who are helping to keep the food supply chain going so the, the funding for the processing plants to help enhance the protection of the health and safety of the workers was certainly welcome because we, we know the importance of, of them to our food supply and to our industry I'm curious to know, I mean, this this overall package of $252 million, I mean, and beef and pork producers, as I mentioned, going to get money to compensate them for holding on to animals they can't sell. Um, But I'm wondering how far that money is going to go uh, for those beef and pork producers. Um, You know, we heard that it was over $2 billion that uh, was being called for for federal aid. I mean, is $252 million enough? What do you need? Well, we we certainly welcome (laughs) the support. We welcome 
important the recognition of of the the impact of COVID on our industry. But we we were disappointed. It does fall um, quite far short of of what we think the industry needs. It addresses one element of what we think need is needed to support producers. So we we certainly, when the prime minister made the commitment that they would consider more funding if it was needed, our message to the prime minister is it is needed now. So it, it's not something that's yeah. a possible need in the future. This this funding was not what our our, our industry needs, and and as I say, it it, it addresses holding the animals on the um, on operations because they they can't be sold to a processing plant. But it doesn't address those producers who are backed up and having you know facing yeah. further challenges in the market just because of the way the supply chain has been um, strangled right now. Okay, so what do you do? I mean, how do you get your voice heard about what is what is happening and what you need? I mean, what is the next step for for organizations like Alberta Beef Producers? Well, our organization, along with our uh, Canadian cattlemen, our, our federal colleagues, and other provincial organizations, the Alberta Cattle Feeders Association, we have been. Uh, quite clear with what we think we need and so we've given the governments the information we we continue to work with them and try to make them understand the degree of the need we also are sympathetic to the fact that there are a lot of industries and a lot of people that are going to governments looking for support in this extraordinary situation Uh, you know this this crisis has created hardships for a lot of people so we, we we understand that they're facing a lot of pressure and we will just keep speaking on behalf of cattle and beef producers to try and help the governments understand that that while we appreciate this it's it's not enough to support our industry we think that agriculture can be part of canada's recovery from this pandemic and of course food the need for food isn't going to go away and and so we think that we can be helpful but our operations need to remain viable if they're going to keep producing food into the future Rich Smith is the executive director of Alberta Beef Producers. Mr. Smith, thanks for joining me this afternoon. I really appreciate your time. You're very welcome. Thank you for your interest. It was a pleasure. Take care. Thank you so much, Rich Smith. And uh, just also reading came across my desk just a short time ago that uh, the provincial government launching what it's calling its strategy to stand up for Alberta's second largest natural resource sector. They're saying that... um, that they have established an industry advisory committee to act as champions of agriculture. Um, This group apparently going to meet regularly and provide agriculture and forestry with strategic advice and recommendations on issues and priorities related to consumer confidence and work to, quote, debunk myths in the ag industry. Um, The committee membership includes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about 10 people, um, including, um, you know, the the owner-operator of a big ranching um, uh, company, uh, the owner and operator of, yeah, a number of different farms. Uh, David Colwell, the president and CEO of JBS Foods Canada. That's interesting, given what's going on at JBS Foods as well. So I'm sure that is what we're going to hear about from Premier Kenny when he joins uh, Dr. Dina Hinshaw at her news conference today. We are expecting him to be there. So we'll look forward to hearing more about that. Um, I mean, it's interesting. We just keep striking advisory uh, committees and advisory panels in this province. And uh, and I guess a question a lot of us would have is, you know, first off, thank you to the people who um, who are 
volunteering uh, for this for this role. But uh, what's going to come out of them, and when or when are we going to see um, some some real results from all of these committees that are being struck across the province in the past number of months? Uh,